Blackstone Audio presents Frostbite, a werewolf tale by David Wellington. For Mary. Part 1. The Drunken Forest 1. The ground shook, and pine needles fell from the surrounding trees like green rain. Shy grabbed a projecting tree root to steady herself, and looked up to see a wall of water come roaring down the defile, straight toward her. She barely had time to see it before it hit, like the shivering surface of a swimming pool stood up on end. It was white, and it roared, and when it smacked into her, it slapped her face and hands as hard as if she'd fallen onto a concrete sidewalk. Ice-cold water surged up her nose, and her mouth flew open, and then water was in her mouth and choking her, water thick with leaves and pine cones that bashed off her exposed skin like bullets, water full of rocks and tiny pebbles, and reeking of fresh silt. Her hand was torn away from the root, and her feet went out from under her, and she was flying, tumbling, unable to control her limbs. Her back twisted around painfully as the water picked her up and slammed her down again, picked her up and dropped her hard. She felt her foot bounce painfully off a rock she couldn't see. She couldn't see anything, couldn't hear anything but the voice of the water. She fought desperately to at least keep her head above the surface even as eddies and currents underneath sucked at her and tried to pull her down. She had a sense of incredible speed, as if she were being shot down the defile like a pinball hit by a plunger. She had a sickening, nauseating moment to realize that if her head hit a rock now, she would just die. She was alone, and no one would be coming to help her. And then she stopped, with a jerk that made her bones pop and shift inside her skin. The water poured over and around her, and she heard a gurgling rasp and she was underwater, unable to breathe. Something was holding her down and she was drowning. With all the strength she had left, she pushed upward, arcing her back, fighting the thing that held her, fighting just to get her head above the water. She crested the surface with a sucking gasp and water flooded into her throat. Her body flailed and she was down again, submerged again. Somehow she fought her way back up. White water surged and foamed around Shy's face. She could barely keep her mouth above the freezing torrent. Her hands reached around behind her, desperately trying to find what was holding her down, even as the water rose and she heard bubbles popping in her ears. Her skin burned with the cold, and she knew she would be dead in seconds, that she had failed. She had not been prepared for this. She thought flash floods were something that happened in the desert, not in the northwest territories of the Canadian Arctic. Summer had come to the north, however, and with the strengthening sun, trillions of tons of snow had begun to melt. All that runoff had to go somewhere. Shy had been hiking up the narrow defile, trying to get up to a ridge so she could see where she was. She had climbed down into the narrow canyon to get away from a knife-sharp wind. It was rough going, climbing as much with her hands as her feet, but she'd been making good progress. Then she'd pause because she'd thought she heard something. It was a low, whirring sound, like a herd of caribou galloping through the trees. 
She had thought maybe it was an earthquake. Now, stuck on something, unable to get free, she tried to look around. The current had dragged her backward across ground she'd just covered, pulling her over sharp rocks that tore her parka, smearing her face with grit. She could see nothing but silver, silver bubbles, the silver surface of the water above her. Her hands were numb, and her fingers kept curling up from the cold as she searched behind herself. Shy begged and pleaded with them to work, to move again. She felt nylon, felt a nylon strap. There. Her pack was snagged on a jagged spur of rock. Fumbling, cursing herself, she slipped the nylon strap free. Instantly, the current grabbed her again.